Welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, where today we'll be discussing Chapter 6 of Whither Are We Traveling? Subdivided We Stand. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our thoughts and opinions are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions via our website at theworkingtoolspodcast.com. Today on the Working Tools Podcast, we have very worshipful brother David Colbeth uh, from King Solomon Lodge Number 160 in Auburn, Washington. Uh, worshipful brother Stephen Chung from Prince Charles 153 in Kelowna, BC. Uh, I'm Matt Apple, and I'm with Mill Creek 243. We meet in Motley Terrace, Washington. And we have worshipful brother Jared Dunham from Penticton 147 in Penticton, British Columbia. Uh, so today's chapter for the from the uh, whether are we traveling paper is subdivided we stand which is about membership in other um, organizations that are appended to masonry appended bodies and i never what what is that there's appended bodies and there's another name appended and concordant there you go concordant bodies and i never understood what's the appended uh at least it's not yeah. just me well no, no the problem is i can never remember which one is one 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 is um related to the other one is you're a, I mean, you have to be a master mason to belong like i think i think i, I can't remember the exact terminology but it's things like up, up here in canada the 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 royal arch the scottish rite and the shrine are, are concordant bodies whereas you know uh uh eastern star and all the other ones are appendant bodies is that or something i, like I that. think it's the other way around it might be the other way around but that's yeah. how it that's the thing is is that you know you know, uh, get rid of all of them. <laughs> so that was established definitively that we know what we're talking about for Working Tools podcast today. Um, is, uh, I guess, we the very last thing we talked about, actually it may have been after we finished recording that on our last episode, was that um, the wire, Jared had asked it earlier in the episode, why are people members who don't ever, aren't involved, why would they bother continuing to pay their dues? And one of the things we talked about was, well, because they're a member of, insert body here, the Shrine or the York Rite, Scottish Rite, whatever it is, they're a rainbow dad, and they keep up their membership in their lodge because they have to be have to, to be a member of that group. And so here we are encountering those other groups. So I'm, I'm okay with, I think I'm okay with, uh, the, the, the if you want to call it the concordant groups it's it, it, those that aren't i would say the appendant meaning appendant meaning attached like appendant append i know it's not pendant but it's appendant but if we call those a, like the attached ones there we have to be a mason whereas the concordant groups those are maybe a mason has to be there but they don't have aren't populated by masons youth groups the ladies groups things like that you don't so the the masons aren't necessarily drawn away from the blue lodge they i think there's a there's a avenue there's a benefit to those organizations that don't draw away the masons attention so much maybe crickets 
Jason, Jared's not opposed. Okay, well, uh, I'll move on. <laughs> the, uh, I mean, I guess I, I think this in my mind sort of falls under what I was talking about again in the last episode that whatever people form a, a shooting group or a, a RVing group or whatever within your lodge. If if there's a guy who wants to be a, I'm going to pick on the shrine because I'm not a member and so therefore I have no information whatsoever about it and, and can speak unknowledgeably about it. But if you have a guy who wants to do whatever the shrine does, they want to be involved with hospitals and my blue lodge isn't involved with hospitals. So maybe they go join the shrine and they have a great time over there. Maybe they wouldn't be a Mason otherwise. I, I, I guess I'm okay with that. I don't. And, I, and I'd be okay with them too, as long as they come back to the blue lodge. Well, and, and, and here's the thing. I mean, uh, we we had that challenge. We had a, a fellow come through, and he was quite clear in the as we put him through the six step process. No, I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm here to become a Shriner. I'm not here for a Blue Lodge, and I don't have that much extra time. But I appreciate what the Shrine did for my family, and that's what I want to be a part of. And we really debated it. Uh, as uh, in the membership committee as to whether or not to take this fellow in and put him through his degrees so that he could become a Shriner. And, uh, you know, it was like, ultimately we did. And he's just a member paying a dues paying member on our list that, that we consider is a guy who just doesn't live with uh, it with us because um, he's never coming to our lodge. Right. He doesn't come for anything. Right. But he does and he is active with the shrine and doing good work with them. So I think personally that why should I stop somebody from becoming part of the um, appendant body? Um, you know, what we, it, to me, I, I needed to support that. Right. Because it was a worthy reason or goal, or you know, it was it was his um, when you say it, it was it was a worthy purpose to support. He wanted to try to pay back in some way, I suppose, but I don't I don't know in that particular case. That's a tough one. It, it, but, it really was. It really was. It was a lot of debate. But but masonry always... isn't shouldn't be a ch an, a channel to something else in my opinion it, it's I, unfortunate I, that the shrine has that feature i guess i mean I, a lot of a lot of people twist my words and say well yeah that's why the shrine should break away from masonry and they can just you can just be a shriner without having to be a mason okay maybe i don't know that i'd agree with that but but whatever uh I, I guess what frustrates me is the guys that do that they come in only to be a shrine or maybe they even kind of pretend like they want to be in blue lodge and then they never come back again. And all they really want to be is part of that pendant group. I, yeah. I appreciate the guys that are heavily involved in those organizations that are also heavily involved in their blue lodge. And I mean, in our case, there's a, my mentor, Al Jorgensen, he's the sovereign grand inspector general of Scottish right, but he is at every meeting. He is at all, a lot of our social events. He is heavily involved in our blue lodge activities, but he's the grand master for Scottish right. So, I mean, and, and he's, he's also in other organizations, but uh, he, he's the, and, and there are several guys in our lodge that way that are involved in other organizations, but they are at our events and really tied into lodge. 
Well, we've had other guys come in that wanted to uh, join for the Scottish Rite in particular. And, uh, uh, you know, some uh, the odd one has come in and said, you know, I'm really interested in the um, York Rite. And I've kind of coached them, if you will, on the on the process and said, hey, you know, I understand that that's your reason for wanting to join, but I think you'll be doing yourself a big disservice if you don't at least regularly attend your Blue Lodge um, because, you know, that's where the foundation is for all of it, right? So, uh, and it, and those guys do, I think, the, well, the two, the two that um, I can think of that in the last 10 years have joined for uh, Scottish Rite, you know, they're active in our lodge um, and they're active in Scottish Rite as well. So, um I think the 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 bigger problem is when you start joining multiple appendant bodies and you really don't have time and you spread yourself too thin because then you also get burnout and then they don't come to anything. That's why we always tell them when they join, you're going to be hit up by the shrine. You're going to be hit up by York, right? You're going to be hit up by Scottish, right? And everybody's going to want you to join Right. And, you know, how much time do you have? Right. And um, it, it, it's made for interesting conversations. That's for sure. And, and the cost of those organizations as well. If some, some of these guys are the first to complain about the cost of dues when they're a member of five lodges and six appendant groups. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, I know one guy, he's a member of 13 different lodges. Right. You know, I mean, and the amount of dues he pays could buy him a you know just, a car every month. <laughs> just just imagine if he funneled that amount of money into one lodge. How how mm. potential the potential there would be in that one lodge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in all fairness, I think he he was a guy who moved around a lot for work, and so he did join lodges. But I mean, to maintain those memberships, no, nah, I, I yeah. I'm not a big supporter of that, right? Because uh, it does stretch a guy a little thin, right? And that also leads to larges with large numbers, as C Chapter 5. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will say just on a, on a separate note that it irks me as a, I don't know what, as a nitpicky jerk face, it irks me that the uh, the phrase he uses is, is subdivided we stand was he subdivided we stand and subdivided I fear we shall fall, he says. But it should be one way or the other. Either united we stand or divided we fall. It, isn't that the, the original way it's phrased? Subdivided we stand and subdivided we fall. I don't know which is which is the bad one. I don't know. So that just annoyed me. I think I, I think the title is just a reference to the fact that we are a, a divided organization. Freemasonry is is divided in multiple fashions through pennant groups and Gordon groups and time and affinity lodges and affiliate lodges and captain robbers and all that. <laughs> I mean, I'll say as a as a as a member of a lodge that meets literally in a shrine building, um, we when we moved there, one of my concerns was and. 
to a lesser degree still is that we essentially become the shrine feeder lodge that, you know, peop the people go in and say, hey, I want to be a shriner. And the shrine says, okay, well, you got to join a lodge first. Look, there they are. And then you join our lodge and then disappear into the shrine. And it hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. I mean, we haven't seen a gigantic, you know, whatever influx of members that then disappear into the shrine, but it is something I think about sometimes. He comments about the idea that he waited three years before submitting his petition to the sort organization. And it's similar to what I did. I waited till I was done with the East to consider any involvement in other, other groups. And I'll be honest, I, I while I became a Scottish Rite Mason, I haven't been to any, I think I've been to two meetings in four years other than reunions, mostly because they meet on, on a Tuesday nights, which are DMLA night. If I'm going to go to a meeting, that's what I go to. But the, it just was interesting that earlier he said that, you know, a lot of people are like Steve was saying that they're waiting for you basically to get your independence degree so they can start talking to you about the real question or the real answer or the next steps, whatever. Well, why isn't that stuff being taught right in Blue Lodge? There's really no secret as a master Mason that we can't know all the information that York Wright and Scottish Wright and Shrine and everybody else has to offer. Not Freemasonry. I'm sorry. There's three degrees and three degrees only. All these appendant and concordant bodies, all they do is they suck people and resources out of the Blue Lodge. They're only there. Oh, I'm really going to get in trouble for this statement. They're only there because people want to get higher degrees to make themselves feel better. I, I, I in case you hadn't tell, and all the year, the time I've been on, I am not a fan of the concordant independent bodies. And, and again, I guess I, I think they served a purpose and maybe still potentially have, well, in the past, when you have 500 members, they had to do something with them. And yeah, so more lodges. Uh, well, I agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the appendant, the appendant, especially the Scottish, the Scottish and the York right exist because people want higher degrees because they think that there's more out there. And they were, they were originally, I mean, it, originally the York right, they were selling degrees. Right. Exactly. So yes. like. No, there's three degrees in Freemasonry. Everything else is just a distraction. And I guess well, that's what argument I've said to him is why aren't you teaching this information in the Boulage? Because it's not pertinent. I, I I don't know. Knowledge, general knowledge is pertinent, isn't it? I mean, well, yeah, well, but what are, are we going to start? Are we going to start teaching, you know, general knowledge things in the lodge too? Lodges? Well, I mean, I don't want to say general. I, I said, I meant more like Masonic general knowledge. What is, what are the York right? What is Scottish right teaching that, beyond the three degrees so to speak that can't be taught in blue lodge that shouldn't be i think all that 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 continuous desire for knowledge right well my understanding as i'm not a member of any of them my understanding is that the york right is based on this the second temple in jerusalem not solomon's temple like the whole story behind it is that so they've just taken a different story and gone you know i'm like it's not a, a Oh, I'm really going to get in trouble. I'm sure there are people listening to this right now that are just going to kill me. But yeah, no, it's not more information. It's just different information on a different story. I mean, you guys are all in the Scottish, right? You know what the stories are for that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, can't talk right about there. that. Yeah. <laughs> but, exactly. But like, so what's the point? I get it. I get it. That's, again, uh, to me, I think a lot of the guys, it's another, it's a new social circle. It's a social circle outside of their blue lodge. I know, but okay. It's fine. It's fine to have social circles. Outside. I belong to, I belong to a group that we get together 
every week dressed in funny clothes and hit each other with swords. Should I complain about the cost of that in my blue lodge saying, you know, oh, well, I can't, my dues can't go up because I've got to pay my SCA membership fee. And that's what it sounds like to me. My year, oh, my year in the East was so frustrating because every time I tried to do something, the words that keep coming out of people's, well, we can't, there's a shrine meeting that day. Well, but if you're SCA? Yeah, SCA. If your SCA membership was had a requirement that you had to be a Mason to be a member. I know, but that's my problem is that all these dependent and concordant bodies, they should be separate, completely separate. The Scottish, the Scottish right can go right from one to one to 30. That was a Freudian slip. Yeah. The Scottish, the Scottish right has the first three degrees as part of their, (laughs) so they don't, they don't have to be a part of regular craft Freemasonry. You know, they just, do we think that they came out of a, there was already a base. So let's, let's use them as a marketing platform. Basically. I think, I think it's. Okay, because the Scottish Rite as it is right now is, you know, was is um started started in the south and was further adapted by our friend Mr. Pike. And it it's it it was a separate body. Like it was it was a separate it's the same thing as the Danish Rite. Danish Rite is completely separate from craft what we know as you know, English craft free Freemasonry. I guess European craft Freemasonry. Swedish? Yeah, Swedish. They did there, I mean, and they theirs is. I mean, the one thing that I do is you have to be a Christian to join that. So it's it's you know it kind of defeats one of our major tenets is that you know, but where was I going with it? I have no idea. So well, no, but so I think the problem is you get people that want it. They want to join organizations and they want to they want their wives to be part of something that they do. So they created the you know the Eastern Star and they want their kids to be part of something. So they create you know Job's daughters and the Demole. You know, and it's just, it's a matter of dad wants everyone to be part of something that he enjoys instead of dad has something he enjoys without other people being around. Do you think it was that way or do you think it was the other way that were Eastern Eastern Star, for example, what if you don't think the wives are saying, hey, I want to be part of what you're doing? And my understanding is is that the Eastern, and once again, I mean, I've read some and if I'd really prepared for this, I would have read a bit more. (laughs) <laughs> is that the Eastern Star was created because the founder of the Eastern Star wanted to have something he could do with his wife, like for Masonic to do with his wife, and they created the Eastern Star. You know, the shrine was the shrine was created because a bunch of Masons wanted to get together and party, and when they got they were partying too much, they had to create the hospitals to re- rehabilitate their image. Oh, shriners are really coming after me now. <laughs> but so I mean, you know. Uh, the, you know, and and what got me into this article is what are the seventy splinter organizations that are linked to free? I'm like, I can't. I I tried, and I come up with as many as I could. But he must be talking about things like you know the order of the jesters and the. Uh, you well, know. you know, if we had one of our previous hosts, Connor, if he listens, Connor, if you listen to this one, <laughs> you're the man because I think you've got you've got about sixty nine out of that seventy. Uh, <laughs> every, every day, every time I open Facebook, he's got a new medal or a new thing he's part of. Right, and I'm like, what's the point? But he also wants to be the youngest grandmaster in history, in our jurisdiction. He needs to hurry yeah. up, doesn't he? He's he's he not getting any younger. <laughs> I'm glad that if if Jared's listening, I'm glad to see that he's doing well and uh, and, and 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 with a new new career and everything. And but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's there's a lot of new things. Some of these orders that he's got, I have never heard. I mean, of course, it's Canada, not United States, but I have never heard of some of these things. 
and there's a meeting for everything and then there's a outfit for everything and there's a jewel for everything and once again it's just it it's people collecting baubles and i i do i agree with some of what jared says and as much as the uh i know i know shock the uh I mean, you can trace the history of Scottish right to whatever the itinerant degree salesman that would go around and 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 sell degree. That's why there's whatever the four different bodies within Scottish right and all that sort of stuff because eventually they they shoved them all together into one one thing of Scottish right. I do have to say, in in again, if you're playing your working tools podcast bingo, Apple wanting um, data on things. One of my my longtime soapboxes has been the Grand Lodge. Has knows where the masons are, and they know where the appendant body groups are. So I would be curious to know if the lodges that are, for instance, closer to having a does having a Scottish Rite body within whatever five miles of your lodge, or having a shrine within ten miles of your lodge, whatever the you know choose the body and choose the distance. Having youth groups meet in your building, it, does this help the lodge? Does this make your lodge more successful? Have, have better membership, better retention? Or does it hurt the lodge? And because I'm sure I've told this story before, within the space of a week once when I was, I guess it was right after I was master the first time, somebody came up to me and, and said, you know what's killing masonry is the appendant bodies. Because we have all these masons, they join and they we, they go join whatever, York Rite, and we never see them again. And it's killing Blue Lodge masonry. Oh, we're all, the masonry is going to die. And then within the space of a week, someone else came up to me and said, you know what is saving masonry right now? If it weren't for the shrine and all these other groups that people join, join Blue Lodge masonry, and then they join these groups, nobody would be a mason anymore. And that's what's saving masonry. Otherwise, we'd be dead by now. And so I would love to see some analysis, some basic statistical analysis. You know, does does a lodge that is meets in the same building as a Scottish Rite group, do they have better retention? Do they have worse retention? Do they Do they recycle masters more often? Whatever your standard of success is. I would love to see the actual numbers on these things because there's a lot of, you know, assertions of, you know, a young man, you know, sure, I'm a member of whatever lodge, but only because I have to be in Blue Lodge. It doesn't mean a thing to me and, and that sort of stuff. And does that help or hurt? I, I I don't know is the answer. I wish I had data. And if I could strategically press pause, <laughs> I would magically be able to insert a link and insert specific data because there actually is a pretty good uh, a couple of videos on retention and uh, of course it's presented by a Scottish Rite Mason. <laughs> and so it's probably, you know, as my grandpa used to say, figures lie in lives figure. Uh, but, and, but he's a statistician and he goes through exactly that idea of the fast, basically the short story is, and I'm going to do horribly here, that the faster you get somebody connected with an appendant group, the more sticky they are, the longer they stay in masonry based on the numbers. Uh, and then the, the next, it was either half hour, his was either half hour, and then the next half hour was the Indiana guys that have one-day degrees, and they were talking about one-day degrees and how sticky they were as well. Uh, it was either an hour each or a half hour each, I don't remember now. Uh, but if I could find that, I'll try to remember and stick it into the show notes, but it's actually a pretty good... Now it's a little older now, a little aged in information a few years ago, but it was interesting to hear how. Now I don't think he was advocating that as an apprentice that they should start looking at an appendant group, but they were certainly saying the sooner they became a member of these groups, the more they felt connected. Now my argument was, 
Why aren't they connected to their Blue Lodge? What isn't their Blue Lodge providing for them? Lots of questions about why do they need this additional feature? Well, and when they say sticky, are they meaning they maintain their membership or they're actually participating in their regular, I hate using yeah. the term, right? Their lodge. Yeah. I like, don't think is it, is it that, you know, if you join an independent body, you, cause you have to maintain your membership, right. but if they don't see you in lodge, that's once again, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a money membership only. And those are nice, but that's not what we need. And I, th- I think in, in the Apple data uh, format there, there, they could only work off the data, right? They didn't do a survey yeah. or a specific interview to right. get those information, so, but all you can do is work off of retention yeah. numbers. But in my mind, then the the information is flawed because we're not we're not arguing that they don't maintain their membership. What we're arguing is that they don't come to they don't come to lodge. Yeah, where we really desperately need them to you know help out and stuff. Yeah, but I think that's also got to do with you know providing um, that right experience or giving them a better experience. Uh, you know, a reason a better reason to be coming to our, you know, business meetings, you know? Oh, I don't argue that I'm not talking about whether or not the meetings are worthy of being attended. That's, that's a totally separate issue that we've probably beat a dead horse with a cat and a cow with what I'm talking about is the people that are, are that like the problem that we have is with the membership that are just like, I, I, Oh, I'm having a hard time ex- formulating my com- my thought here. I, I I'm so I'm going to go back to the old one of it, it. It bothers me when a I'm made to feel bad because I'm only I only belong to craft Freemasonry. I hate to use that term, but and when you can't organize anything because everyone like it. it it's the it's the acceptance of uh, people say you know we want to we want to run another meeting well i can't because we've got the shrine that day but you don't get the same well i you know i can't because i've got an sea event or you know like i can't i've got to go to a rotary thing like it's it they're all the same thing what what is your priority like it it, it, dependent bodies other organizations we all join things is that you know it's you need if if you're joining a lodge you should like if being part of craft for a blue lodge is what you need to be a member of the other organizations, it's going to hurt craft lodge because people are, you're only there in name only. And we, and that's why I always say, cut them free. Let them, if you want, if you want to be a Shriner, don't make them be a Mason. Is so by that logic, would we prohibit Masons or prohibit isn't the right way to phrase it, but, (laughs) Would we not want Masons to be members of whatever, the Lions or the Kiwanis or the pick your other group? The no, SCA? I, no, I have no. Stop picking on my group. I have no, <laughs> no, no. But what I'm saying is that no, it's it's requiring them to be a Mason to be a member of those other groups. That's the problem. And the, and and the but and the the attitude that comes from joining specifically Scottish Rite, I've seen. Where, oh, I'm a 32nd degree Scottish Rite. Big shit deal. There's three degrees and three degrees only. You're going to have to bleep that out there, uh, David. <laughs> I do. So if, if someone is a member of the shrine and never goes into their blue lodge, how is that 
hurting their Blue Lodge any more than if they were a member of the Kiwanis and never showed up to their Blue Lodge. It's probably not, but why are we putting, but you've, it's not, I just, it's the membership number thing that's bothering me. Is that, you know, but why, why are they forced? Why are we forcing, why would you force someone to be a member of something just to be a member of another thing? Like, I'm thinking the bodies need to look at that and like, are they actually giving, are they actually providing something that is necessary? Well, that's not the right thing to say. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, uh, yeah. Providing that experience that is a draw. Well, it's, it's, I, I think the thing is just, it's just the fact that I get tired. My problem, and, and I'm, I am tired today. I'm just tired of hearing people say they can't do things in Lodge because of other things they got it, because of other appendant bodies sucking them away from Lodge. Like it's like it's a legit like like we should feel that they're still being okay, yeah, I'm really gonna get killed on this one. That that they're still being Freemasons when they're not <clears throat> doing Freemasonry. Yeah. Because they're doing they, Scottish writers. How do they do that? Because they're not they're 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 not doing their they're not helping in their lodge. Yeah, it does frustrate me still when somebody says, Yeah, I can't do that because it's Scottish writer, you can't do that because it's some other. Uh, oh, really, you, you couldn't be in that group if you weren't at the Blue Lodge as part of the Blue Lodge. <clears throat> anyway. yeah. Well, you know, in our jurisdiction, we try and you know we use the, the district calendar so that um, things aren't booked. You know, the same same Saturday, you can't have two different organizations having an event because they just won't show up yeah but you don't do that with the lines or the rotary it shouldn't like we shouldn't be we shouldn't be tiptoeing around this the way that we do true i agree so but that's that's just my humble opinion i think we all agree yeah be greater or lesser to point degrees <laughs> So, having having achieved such unanimity in Concord, let us uh, uh, depart the scene here. I declare victory and depart the field, like a like a good uh, sword swinging battle master here. So, uh, on behalf of I don't know what I'm saying anymore. So, on behalf of David member, and member of the SCA, <laughs> there you go. Whatever kingdom it is you're a member of, I can only assume you're some sort of nobility in the, your your local area. Nope. Oh. Excellent. Anyway, so on behalf of Stephen and Jared and David and myself, thank you all for listening. As always, please feel free to comment uh, on the social media or YouTube or wherever. Send us an email, whatever floats your boat. Uh, we'd like to hear from you guys. So thank you for listening, and we look forward to talking to you next time on the Working Tools Podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>